Please prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a I'm Grace Bella Harmon, board-certified dance movement therapist and embodied grief guide. Body Grieves, Spirit Calls is an open exploration of the connection between grief, embodiment, and spirituality. I believe the grieving is an inherently sacred process that deserves and requires its own attention and energy to fully integrate. Through personal stories, reflections, and interviews, I seek to highlight the ways in which grief can bring us home to our bodies and to a deeper connection with the spirit that holds us all. Hello and welcome back. So happy to have you here. Today I want to talk about and feel into with you the experience of wholeness. I'm recording this from a very beautiful and special mountain place in Oaxaca, Mexico. And so you might hear wind and bugs and other natural nature sounds and that is correct as a physical reminder of of wholeness of the fact of being whole and being a part of something whole and i want to talk about this because so much of what I have experienced in my own grief and what I see in the grief of others is a felt experience of brokenness, of being a shell of your former self, of being unsure of how to exist in your life and in your body, how to move forward with your grief, how to really embody your aliveness following death. And I want to talk about this idea and this experience of wholeness from the perspective of embodiment and to share with you some of what's been coming up for me about the role that embodiment, embodied connection has in helping us feel into and develop our own sense of wholeness. 
So I just want to start by saying that you are whole as you are. There is nothing that you need to do differently. There is nothing that you need to add or take away from the experience of you to make you whole again. And I also know that the experience of not being whole, the feeling of not being whole is a visceral one. It can feel very true in the moment. And as I say often, and I just think it's always worth repeating that the experience of grief is so challenging, is so hard because our bodies are literally trying to figure out how to live without the ones or the things or the places or whatever it is that we're grieving. Whatever it is that we have come to know and have come to feel as part of us. And if it's a person, especially a close person, you may very well have developed your own sense of self, your own personality, um, your own way of understanding your relationship to the world around you in the context of this relationship. And so the, the task of grief is not, in my opinion, to get over it or to not be in pain but to come back to our own sense of wholeness. Come back to our own sense of aliveness and vitality. Not in spite of our grief, but because of our grief. But in the midst of our grief. In other words, you don't need to change anything about how you're feeling in order to feel whole. And our bodies, right, these incredible interconnected houses that we live in, that we carry with us all the time, our bodies know what it is to be whole. Our bodies are interconnected and living and breathing and moving and expanding and contracting and shaping and holding so much all of the time without us even having to ask or think about it. And our bodies would not do that, would not be able to do that if they were not whole if there is not this basic sense of wholeness, of interconnectedness, of interconnection. And so when we tap into our bodies, our felt sense of ourselves, in the midst of grief, in the midst of an experience that may have left us feeling broken or disconnected, 
or shaky or anxious or all of the above. When we come back to our bodies in the midst of that, we are reminded that we are whole. We are reminded that even though we are and are and or might be in immense pain, that that is not a bad thing. That's not a problem. And we don't have to do anything about it except be with it. And from a very sort of basic physiological perspective, if you have ever had the experience of feeling a sensation, perhaps a tightening, a burning, something that felt uncomfortable, and physically maybe putting a hand over that part of you or breathing into it and feeling it move, feeling it shift, not in an abstract way, but in a very real felt sense sort of way. I'm just going to wait for this machinery to pass. If you've ever had that experience, then you know what it is to be embodied. And if you can do that in the midst of your grief, which can often feel quite immovable and quite heavy and quite suffocating, then you can understand that your grief changes too. Your grief expands and contracts and shifts and moves to different parts of you and takes up different amounts of space depending on the day and the time and the situation. Right? Our bodies are always in flux and so is our experience of being in a body. And we cannot get to that basic sense of wholeness, that basic understanding of myself as a whole, complete being, without attention to and conversation with our bodies. If you are only living in your sort of mental space, or only trying to process loss from a mental place, that is actually incredibly exhausting for your system. Because our brains are so good, so, so good, so intelligent and skilled at creating order, at creating systems, at trying to control outcomes by changing how we think, right? Our brains can, can make us believe that if we 
do this and this thing, then bad things won't happen, right? Or if I act in this particular way, then, you know, I won't get hurt or I won't be misunderstood. But life is not like that. Life is not actually that predictable. Life is not linear, even. It's a quite cyclical experience to be in a human body. And so when you only try to process and think through your feeling, right? Think through your lived experience that is happening in your body. And you're giving your brain a task that it's actually not very good at, right? Not that you shouldn't try to talk about your grief, not that you shouldn't, you know, write about it, do things that require your mental power, but doing that without the attention to and relationship with your body is sort of treating your body like it's not there, like it doesn't matter, right? And I know that the temptation to do this is really supported by our structures and systems, right? How many of us have heard that grief will get better with time, right? You just have to clench your fist, clench your jaw, and just wait it out, wait it out. Yeah. Or how many people are have been told to just kind of pretend that it didn't happen, right? Go back to work, keep up with your daily life, and the grief will, will change, right? And what that does is it really ignores the highly intelligent body that you are carrying, that you live in, and that your grief has hit first, right? Sensations are communication. If there's a part of your body that has started to hurt or feel different than it did before your loss, that's not a bad thing. It's just something to pay attention to. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't need to pathologize it. But it is information. And our bodies speak in the language of sensation. They don't usually speak in the language of words. Right? And I say all of this to say and to remind you that you actually have a lot of agency in your experience of wholeness. You actually have the capacity and the ability to 
come back to your own sense of wholeness right now by connecting with your body. And that can look a lot of different ways. That can look like pausing when you feel yourself start to cry or feel tears come up and letting them release. That can look like noticing that your back or your shoulders are in pain and taking some time to do some self-massage. And from a broader perspective, that can also look like noticing how it feels different to live in your body now after your loss and change some patterns around that right the experience of pushing through pain or pushing through discomfort only increases the tension that you're trying to get away from yeah and As I sit here on this pile of rocks and look out at these incredible mountains and just see these old, old pine trees shooting up below me and in front of me, I also want to speak to the connection to the earth that we all have, that lives within us and moves through us all the time. And that coming back to this place, this connection to the natural world, the world around you, and your natural maybe concrete, maybe ocean, maybe mountains, But there is always life pushing through, right? There's even a pile of weeds pushing through concrete. That's life. And you and me and we are a part of that life. We are not separate from it. And so I also want to offer that if you can develop a practice of connecting with the environment, connecting with the natural world in some way, leaning against a tree, planting a seed in a pot and watching it grow, just lying on the grass and feeling your body being held That is also a really powerful and simple way to come back to your own sense of wholeness. Because the earth knows how to hold you. And the earth is a wildly interconnected and intelligent set of ecosystems that's been here a lot longer 
than any of us. And what a gift it is to be in a body that's made of the same stuff as the earth. What a gift it is to have a body that lets us feel, that lets us think, that lets us move and breathe. (laughs) Not in spite of pain, but in the midst of pain. Not in spite of grief, but in the midst of grief. The longer I do this work of guiding people and walking with people through their grief, the more I see that what people really want at the core level of their being is not actually to have a pain-free life, right? Maybe the youngest parts of ourselves when we're really in the throes of grief, just want the pain to go away. But if we connect to our deeper, authentic, truest selves, we don't necessarily want to have a pain-free existence. We know that's not realistic or even desirable. What we want at the core of us is to feel whole is to feel alive, is to feel vital. Not to feel like there's any part of us that hasn't been touched, that is lost. Sometimes living with grief can feel like having a broken limb. Yeah. But you are healing now. You are feeling now. And that is all you need to do. Let yourself feel how you feel and be how you are and be held in your truest nature. And trust that whatever arises is exactly right. Whatever comes through is exactly right. And whatever experiences you have are teachers, are medicine, are true. not in spite of their challenge or pain, but because of it. So I just invite you to notice what is happening to your body as you receive this. These thoughts on wholeness and bodies and feeling and being with pain 
as a person in the world, a part of the earth. Offers some support, some medicine for you today. Hmm. This is the end of season one of this podcast. And I'm so grateful to you for tuning in and letting these interviews and thoughts and stories be a part of your internal ecosystem. And I'll be taking a little break through the rest of November and December. And we'll start back up with season two in January. And I'm really looking forward to the conversations I'll be having because they'll be all with other practitioners, not just about their own experiences of loss and grief and spirit and body, but also how that has influenced their work and their practice. So stay tuned for that magic. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, if you'd like to leave a review, that is so appreciated. If you'd like to become a Patreon, or a Patron, excuse me, um, you can do so at any tier that feels good to you. I'll leave the link in the show notes. And may this sink in deeply to your heart and provide some solace in a world that is so often unkind and misunderstanding of the sacredness of grief. Lots of love. I'll be back soon. Thank you, dear listener, for going on this journey with me. Much gratitude to Beautiful Chorus and Naomi Westwater for the beautiful opening and closing music. If you resonate with this podcast, you can show your appreciation by leaving a generous review and by sharing it with your communities. You can also join my Grief Village community on Patreon, where we have twice-monthly Move Your Grief Circles, a monthly Q&A, and an ever-growing collection of meditations, practices, and other resources. Details to join as well as more information about my work are in the show notes. Thank you for your support. Until next time, have a soulful day.